Hello everyone and welcome to the Artful Athlete podcast episode 117 and today we are ticking a topic which was on the I've promised to talk about it during an episode list. A few episodes ago I shared with you some thoughts and techniques on how to stimulate the creative flow and I did mention food. Then realized I hadn't shared a specific episode around the matter, so this is what we're talking about today. I'm a big foodie. Cooking and nourishing yourself is something very close to my heart. I come from a family of cooks. I enjoy all the flavors and the things, except for desiccated coconut, because, well, mostly because it it kind of triggers my asthma and makes me stop breathing. But other than that, everything is welcome. Beyond feeling full and satisfied after a meal, I also very much believe in the healing power of food. With my mother growing up, we'd look into different diets across the world, but also diets based on your blood type in order to support and assist the body in its goals and needs. And how, if you suffered from certain illnesses or symptoms, eating more or less of this or that food could make a difference in your daily life and your healing journey. So, when after my burnout in 2018, I was focusing on finding ways to ground again, my good friend and fellow coach Chizu, who came on the podcast during a Mindful Chat episode earlier this year, introduced me to the beautiful world of Ayurveda, everything kind of changed for me. It was like looking at nutrition and food with a new set of eyes and it was so welcome. For those of you who don't know what Ayurveda is, it is a holistic system originating from India. It is based on the belief that true balance and true wellness is achieved when the mind, the body and the spirit have reached a state where they balance each other where they fuel each other, where they support each other. And one of the big elements of Ayurveda is connected to nutrition, connected to how you nourish and feed yourself, so that when you eat, you're basically feeding the mind, the body and the spirit at the same time. It requires a lot of listening in, of tuning in to what you're experiencing physically, but also acknowledging the emotional and mental state you're in, and thus choosing foods according to the results of that observation. And I just, I just dove in. (laughs) I just dove in. I fell into this wonderful science. It made so much more sense to me to listen to my emotions and mental state and choose food items that could serve me internally while also supporting my body. In Ayurveda, we believe that there are three dominant energies, vata, pitta, kapha. Vata is made of air, pitta is both fire and water, kapha is earth. Now, I'll only be speaking from my own personal experience on this matter and what I have found in my research and exploration over the years. Creativity, for me, is both air and fire. You need air to start a fire. Without the oxygen, the combustion isn't going to take place. So, when looking at how to fuel my creativity through tasty goodness, I need to see 
if I'm feeling all over the place, creatively speaking, or if I'm feeling maybe disconnected or uninspired, without spark. When I'm without spark, quite often it's because I'm not connected to the sweetness of life. So I bring back sweetness in my plate. Notice how I'm saying sweetness and not sugar. <laughs> so, for example, during our autumnal and winter times, I'll have all the butternut, all the sweet potatoes, the pumpkins. I'll add some honey, some cardamom. I'm not a huge chocolate person, but I'll have some dark chocolate, 85% minimum, with some darker berries, perhaps. And then on top of that, I'll introduce some mindful spices. Little bit of cayenne pepper, black pepper, spicing, heating things up gently. It's all about balance and uh, being someone who's naturally prone to inflammation and arthritis because genetics is fun. I'm very mindful with the dosage. Also with having had to adjust my nutrition again with periodontal illness, I'm even more mindful and really having to listen to see how I can best support myself on a daily basis. If I'm feeling all over the place creatively and more prone to anxiety or stress, say, then I need to anchor. I need grounding. In the first few episodes I've released when uh, this lovely podcast came to be a couple of years ago, I shared a few helpful kitchen tips for more anchoring. So if you're new, feel free to go check it out. I'll put the link in the episode description. But basically, what's going to be good is to aim for foods that feel like a hug from within. I know it's a it's quite a it's an image, let's call it that. It's just an image. But you know what I mean? There's some foods you eat and you just feel so ha <sighs> so content maybe held, but not dragging. You've not overeaten or overindulged and like going, oh, this was so good, but now I can't do things. You just need to reach that level of, ah, I feel content. This is nice. Foods that bring you back to earth have that effect. Too much air in the head, you're flying high and leaving your body below. Bring your mind back down with anchoring foods. Think whole grains, oats, rice, root veggies aplenty, protein-full meals, lentils, all that jazz, long-lasting energy for the body. Meaning, what's going to happen is it will decrease the stress on your lovely organs and muscles that otherwise would be stressed out and having to figure out how to manage the supply that they've got. And when there is a tension, a physical tension, a mental tension, an emotional tension, we are not in a place where we can reach the state of flow, which is the watery element of creativity. But in order to get to that watery element, to that transformation of air and fire into flow, you need to have certain parameters in place that welcome the creativity that welcome the spark and embrace the flow. So when I'm hitting blocks, when I'm feeling anxious, when I'm feeling overjoyed, when I'm struggling with creativity or with more simpler tasks, I just go ask myself where I'm at 
and adjust accordingly. So that would be what I would invite you to do. Ask yourself where you're at and adjust. Do you need more spark or do you need to be gently reined in? Do you need to be held or do you just want to celebrate the current state you're in? On top of that, and if I find that article, science article again, I'll put it in the episode description, but make sure, on top of the grounding foods and the protein, make sure you get enough healthy fats into your system. The brain needs omegas and fatty acids and antioxidants to support the nervous system as best as possible. Our nervous system takes a rough beating a lot because of how we function, because of the levels of stress in our society, because of anxiety, because of the pressures that we put on ourselves, because of lack of sleep, because of overstimulation. The list is long. But basically, making sure that you have enough fatty acids in the body, that you have enough omegas, this will help decrease some of the the stress it gets under. Also, making sure that during your creative crunches that you're getting enough of these will help your body manage your stress levels better. During my own creative crunches or when I feel that I need some sweetness back in my life, I'll make myself a nice hot chocolate with either oat or goat milk. I'll add some cardamom, some cinnamon, vanilla essence maybe. I'll diminish my coffee intake. Not that I drink loads of coffee anymore. Those days are far behind me. But I'll be even more mindful during that time. Making swaps with matcha, green teas, turmeric latte, if I still feel the need for that anchoring and wanting to drink something that feels fuller than a tea. But basically, overall, limiting the stuff that could stress or excite my body a tad too much. Because when you're in a creative crunch, there's pressure. Pressure on the shoulder, pressure on on the creativity, pressure on everything. So supporting the body to balance the levels of pressure you can put yourself under is key, especially when crunching, because you need to make sure that your creativity is supported physically and has a cocoon to blossom out of it. Yeah, the cocoon is the mind and the emotions and whatnot, but it's also the physical space it comes from and that physical space is your body and your brain and your heart and all of that. So remember, assess where your mind is at, observe what your body is experiencing and check in to see the state of your creativity. And finally, remember that you are the only one who can tell how you're feeling and to make sure you're researching, asking a professional if there's any symptoms coming up or if you have a pre-existing condition. Nutrition is both extremely simple when you know what your body needs, but it can also be extremely, I don't know, maybe overwhelming, maybe it feels like rocket science (laughs) because we, it's not something that we were really taught properly at school in where I grew up and, and went to school. Anyway, and as young adults, as adults, as humans wanting to look after every part of ourselves, taking that time to see 
what foods, not what foods, but how certain foods interact and respond to us when we eat them and their impact is already a task in itself and it's something that you will be thankful for looking into. I hope these little nuggets of knowledge and this reflection on fueling your creativity has been helpful. I'm always exploring the healing power of food, so when I've found a balance and done more research when it comes to fueling yourself when you have forms of periodontal illness, I'll release a little episode on that as well. Make sure you stay hydrated, stay warm, UK peeps, enjoy bonfire weekend, and I'll catch you all next week. Much love to you all, and I'll speak to you soon. Bye.